Blog Talk Radio. everybody thank you for tuning in to another tuesday edition of the radio show we definitely appreciate you giving us some of your time so we got the whole crew here you got tiki blue the jerk your boy cool joe atl diva and ez i'm m16 again thank y'all for listening what's up everybody how's everybody doing this fine tuesday going hey. up on a tuesday <laughs> don't act like y'all don't Got the girl in the club and she choosing club going up. There you go. On the hey. I hope whoever's doing it has a little dance with it too. We, I was. I know I was. I don't know what happened to him, but I liked his music while it was here. McConaughey. When he uh somebody's yeah. brother, when they like Chance, Chance the rapper's brother, or somebody's brother or something. Uh, wow. I don't know, but he gay now, so. Whatever that's worth. The weekend, no, brother. Well, I mean, he was gay then as well. Not he. I, I was he, say, yeah. he was gay then. <laughs> he, 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 well, he I mean, like he let, gay. he let people know publicly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that shortly. Oh. Explain his name to us. I love oh, that shit just well, I love McConan. Yeah. Yes, he's literally the most like, random artist you've ever heard of. Like. He raps about moving dope. He raps about going to clubs on Tuesdays. He raps about a girl named Sarah. I mean, he just—he's—he's he's very random. And so it's the start of this, right? I mean, how in the hell are we talking about a rap? How long ago was that song? How many years ago was that? 
Uh, hey, it was like 2015. Is every 2015, 2014 to be exact. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's really going to get things going. It's, uh, you know, rap from five years ago. The peak. Well, let's not say I mean, that the people still... events that we have to discuss tonight. Oh, yeah, that part too. But as um, M16 cues up. Cues up some some Dale the Funky Homo Sapien in the in the queue to to play <laughs> at the break. Oh my God, <laughs> man, we mentioned we mentioned the guys that have not seen the light of day in years. The words Funky Homo Sapien have not been uttered in twenty five years, and here we are. Yeah, for for those of you that don't know, that was a real a real rapper's name, Dale the Funky Homo Sapien. Um, I would not recommend <laughs> checking out his music. Um, I was gonna say I'm about to be on Google right now. I, don't, and I was gonna say don't Google it at work because it might age. take you somewhere that you don't want to go. So don't Google it at work. I didn't want to show my age, but I was gonna ask at some point. So I'm glad you just went ahead and said that. Yeah, even people are age may not remember. No, but uh, but if you yeah, go, that was a guy a long time ago. Uh, Kujo and I did a list of on this show we did a long time ago. We did a list of terrible rapper names and uh no surprise he was on that list yeah yeah so he looks like he was still Cujo's snacks this dude looks creepy as hell so, so you're trying to say he looks like a hamburger or something you got some snacks like I, can see I swear to god Cujo watch your snacks man this dude was totally ripped you off Uh-oh. oh my god I mean, what else does he have going on I cannot, I mean, I don't know. He might be working in the store with his box of snacks at this point. Or whatever. I whatever, really, whatever. Listen, y'all, I'm, about to, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to send this picture in the chat. I'm sorry, guess we can't see this, but he really do look like he will follow you to your car. Oh, my God. I mean, he got, I mean, he kind of got a, a black Air Force vibe to him, uh, but, like, you know. He, he looks had, like he had to go up to a girl and say, where my hug at? He <laughs> <laughs> looks like he gets sprayed with lace immediately, immediately, as yeah, I would say. Hey, yo, girl, where my hug at? You just no, not gonna talk to me? <laughs> uh-uh, who is you? <laughs> oh, for the, for those, I mean, just just for those, you know, for context, for people who don't know, he had that song, Mr. Bobolina, Mr. Bob Bobolina, Mr. Dobolina, Mr. Bob Dobolina. That was him. And yes, his name very much matches that song. Okay, so I just want to make this decision right now. After this segment right here, nobody for at least a week, at least two weeks, can say nothing to me about the 90s hip-hop that I still listen to after this segment right here. And it's documented. Please. Oh. <laughs> All right. Those so, scripted moments are the best. These are the best. God, I mean, I'm serious, man. Nobody has literally uttered that man or these lyrics for at least 25 years or more. <laughs> that is amazing. So I what if we start so a hashtag? You can tweet it to him. I know. No, no, don't do that because then he's going to want to come on the aftermath. It'll become a whole thing. <laughs> Let's, yeah, let's I feel like that. we need to do it. You need to chop it up so we can tweet it to him. It needs to be done. I know. Like, how fun would it be in the aftermath? It'd probably be the first aftermath where we aftermath where we had the whole crew. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Everybody's gonna want to be on this show. 
Yeah, because, I mean, you know, we'd be pulling out all the stops for that one. Woohoo. The promo would be great. It'd be like, yeah, Dale. I've already, I've already ruined it. I've already taken a shot at him in this. So I'm supposed to send it to him, and I'm like, yeah, let's get this guy. I'll do it. I'll send him back. This entire segment, we've just been been clowning this man. Like nobody says anything <laughs> positive this entire time. <laughs> well, the whole point of putting him on the show would be for us to understand his vibe. Since nobody on the record, he's got seventy thousand Instagram followers, so it probably wouldn't hurt to have him on the show. You said how many? Wait, what's his name again? What's his name? Seventy thousand. Seventy thousand. No, what's his man. name again? What's okay. Dale the Funky Homo Sapien. Okay, I, I, just, I was scrub, trying to Google Homo Sapien. I'm going to scrub this entire <laughs> first segment from the podcast. 70,000 <laughs> Oh, It's time to go into sale mode. Hey, man, come on down. We're we're huge fans. Uh, Look, Kujo, we can sing a song. It's worth it. Put on your tap. That's like uh, For what it's worth, uh, Killer Mike. <laughs> for what it's worth, Killer Mike follows him. And I follow Killer yeah. Mike. I mean, okay. I will say he he is very much, I guess, respected in in the in the in the hip hop head community. Like old hip hop heads, really. I mean, he he he's not one that you would generally make fun of if you really know about, I guess, old hip hop. Which is why I'm surprised that M16 is taking this opportunity to clown him. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I mean this this segment took a turn I wasn't prepared for, and this this is what makes this show so good is when we this is, has nothing to do with what we were going to start off with. But hey, I'm you know it's a it's a lazy river it's taking us <laughs> to wherever we go, so that's fine. Um, for the people out there listening, if you want to text the show, you can do that six seven eight eight hundred one six seven seven. The jerk promises he will read each one of your text messages. He promises to do that. <laughs> um. <laughs> He didn't, um, he didn't say today, but I'm just but he'll get to it. He'll get to it. So the we're gonna start off the show after that amazing segment with the Rona man, the Rona. Now people are out here talking like the Rona came back. Man, the Rona never left. They fooled you. They told you outside was open, but the streets was telling you the streets wasn't really open, and you listened. Anyway, and you took your ass out there, and now look at it. The cases are going up. I mean, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know what they, to do. What is up with Evie and these old songs tonight, man? Wait, I didn't do that. It's not, oh, it's Cujo this time? We just sound so old. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Cujo was the guy the first time. It was actually the Yeah. The Okay. <laughs> All right, oh man, my God. So I, I want to ask this question. I'm gonna start off with the responsible mama of the crew, Tiki Blue. You know, Tiki, I want to ask you why Wait, in the world? Hold on. Why I got to be the mama of the crew? What the hell does that mean? I, I, look, I wasn't gonna hold say on, anything. Hold on. That was the he first thing that popped in my head. That, that, I that, said that responsible. Sound like. I said responsible. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, Daddy. Put it I mean, right there. Don't sound like fighting. Don't sound like fighting words <laughs> to me. That's all I'm going to say. You like me. What? 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 I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, Daddy. Put it right there. <laughs> oh, 
God. What you got to ask me? Because I did have a Medea moment today. What y'all want? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> hey, no. so 16, you got to refer to her as the Medea of the group. It no, sounds cool. you will not. I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how much I necessarily oh, like that. that <laughs> I, we are not paying child no, care for copyright infringement. Uh-uh. Pet, pet, pet. Oh come on! Hey, hold on. Tyler, Tyler Perry's got bigger fish to fry. He ain't worried about us. First, first of all, Tyler Perry did not coin the phrase or name Medea. Um, that is that is a, a part of the black family. Black community. Facts. That's right. Medea's been making greens in your family since yes. before you were born. I had a Medea, and I thought that was really her name. It got to be green. It can't be nothing. We didn't else. even call. We didn't even pronounce it. I was Medea. It was Medea. So the first yes. time I saw it, the first time I heard Tyler Perry when they were saying Medea, I was like, why, why are they saying it weird? I thought it was Medea. Yeah. That's how we pronounced it. That was my grandmama's name. I had a Medea when I was growing up, and I, I was a little kid. I really thought that was her name. Oh, God. Yeah, me too. I, cool. I, was, I was legit like a teenager. Because it wasn't grandma <laughs> or anything. Interesting. Yep. This is all but over the place, huh? What I'm trying to say, I see tonight already everybody's lively, so I can already see that tonight is going to be one of them shows. But I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So what I was trying to ask you, Tiki, before uh, we made you into a character of a man dressed as a woman, is the Rona oh. never left. So why are people so damn hard headed about social distancing and putting on a mask? Because they about to end up getting us locked back down again fully. So what what's going on? Uh, because you all want to go back outside and you are Americans and you do not like people telling you what to do. Uh, and we are not even the most populous country in the world. And we have, per um, based on our population, one of the highest death rates um, for uh, COVID than any other country just based on our, on our population because Americans are hard-headed and we don't like to do what we're told. We just want to uh, be out here in these streets uh, partying, going to the beaches, going to the lakes, in these bars, having a good time because it's our natural-born, God-given right, quote-unquote, to do whatever the hell we want to do and staying inside and taking precautions and being respectful, respectful and mindful of others is not one of those things that we want to do. So that is why the Rona never left. The Rona is here. Dorona brought some friends now. The pig, the swine flu coming. Uh, locusts coming. What was the other thing that came? Uh, something else came murder out. Hornet. It's murder so, hornets out there, murder man. Hornets it's murder hornets out here. It's, I mean, everything. It came. The mummy. Everything. The mummy showed up. Sandman. Apparently, the yeah, sandman was around this weekend yes, too. Yes, they brought the sand all the way yes. from Africa to came up. They come over here and pick us up to get back on the armistice. Mm-hmm. We still didn't pay a damn attention. So yeah, we just out here uh, in 2020. Yeah, that sand was one of two things. It was either the mummy and a sign of the apocalypse, or it was our ancestors giving Thank us. Thank you. It's it's one oh. it's one of the two. Pretty much, and I'm going with one and two. That's, that's why I that's said that's not a bad answer. Yeah, going with one and two. Don't at me. So so exclusive to the aftermath. So what is it gonna take people to get the picture that? We need to social distance and wear masks. It's not a political thing, all right? Trump made it political. You want me to tell you what you need? 
You need Please. more high-profile white people to die from it before they take it serious. As long as it's just you Negroes out here dying from it or you brown people and everybody else dying from it, they don't give a rat's ass. But if you got some no. more high-profile white people dying from it, then they'll take it seriously. That, because when, when Tom Hanks and his wife called it, the whole nation sat still. Hell yeah. Mm. I mean, if it was America's dad, Cujo, we had to sit still. We need Tom Hanks, okay? America's dad. Dude, that's Bill Cosby. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm just stop taking me seriously. Who's I think you let white people confused. Who took me seriously? Did y'all I, really take that seriously? What's wrong with y'all? I think they took you seriously, bro. They took me no, seriously. No, the joke didn't even the joke didn't even make sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What 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 famous movie where he played a dad? Because four dumbass. He was either Turner and Hooch, or the Crazy Island guy, or a wooden cowboy. Yeah, Wait, no, he was a dad in in uh, Forrest Gump. Was he a dad in Big? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> he was a dad in Forrest Gump. Somebody's no, was he a dad in Big? <laughs> no, didn't Jenny get pregnant? He was yeah, the, the baby. Yeah, the baby. baby. The age yeah, baby. I thought, he was, the, I thought he was just playing the stepdad. Yeah, that was Jenny. That was his baby. Yeah, it was. Now we got he to go was not the Damn, Jenny was really like good. Wow. He might have been the pappy. No, not the pappy. Not only do we got to watch, we got to listen to old music, but now we got to watch old movies as well. Okay. <laughs> we going backwards like the wrong. It is up for debate whether or not he was uh, he was the biological father of that child, just because of Jenny's uh, loose history. Yeah, Jenny, Jenny was around the block. <laughs> kind of like cinnamon. Yeah, I'm sure they, I'm oh, sure they, yeah, I'm sure they would have a lot of good conversations with one another. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, oh, again, it just, like, all right, so easy. Let me ask you, man. Are you seeing more or less people out here wearing masks? Because you, you're out there doing essential work. What's the like? What are you seeing? Are you seeing any change in people, or is it more people that's like, well, whatever, man? They said it's open, so I'm I out think, of here. I think Tiki made a great point. Like, here's a few things: people not gonna take it seriously unless somebody they know gets it, or somebody they know dies from it. People not wearing masks because they got an issue with being told what to do, and. At this point, even doctors are saying there's no point of quarantine or doing anything because the virus is going to spread regardless. There's nothing that can stop it now because so many people have gotten it. What shows are you watching? I don't think any doctors are saying that. Fauci did come close to saying that. Yeah, Fauci was kind of close to saying that. Does Fauci speak for, like, literally all doctors? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, easy don't spit shit just to spit it. Like I read that somewhere today. I just need to find it. You also eat at Panda Express. It cannot be trusted. <laughs> wow. Um I don't panda, know what panda, that has panda, to do panda. with anything. But is this the okay. Chinese virus, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you see that? Yeah, you see it? Diva being racist. You see what that is? You probably wow. call it the Kung Flu too, huh? So, so oh, you heard oh. it here first on the radio show. Is that 
you can get COVID-19 from Panda Express because it's the Chinese virus. They definitely not sponsoring us now, ever. Hey, I love Panda Express. Diva likes pineapple pizza, so we shouldn't listen to her opinion either way. <laughs> but you call Panda Express mediocre food, right? <laughs> it's mediocre Chinese you see how food. how I skipped over? Exactly. <laughs> I skipped over that part. I wasn't going to put that in there. See? I, from I have no problem saying mouth. that because it came from my mouth. Uh, it, it knows its place Chinese in the world today. I, this is a rogue show, you guys. We're we're not sorry. It it is what it is. It's good entertainment. What are we it's even something. talking about? It's, hey, hey! At least I answered the question. Here's here's what we need. If hospitals stop accepting people who were not socially distancing, um. Then that'll that'll solve the problem. I mean, you get people that were lying, but you know. It, I mean, people really are. I mean, I will, I have been out, but not at establishments like just out running errands and whatnot. And people are like legit hanging out at restaurants in droves, like biker clubs and just people hanging out, people clubbing, like all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, some of these places are super packed, and I'm like, there's just no way. They're already so, so trying. I mean, so here's another question. Uh, do y'all have a problem with the amount of people that are out or the amount of people that are out and not social distancing? Because you can still be out and still socially social distance and supposedly you're okay, but right. I think I have a problem with people being out in one area, large quantities of people at one time. Because I know there's going to be people out. I do hate the traffic now. But I have been, like, in a largely populated area, but people are very spread out. So it doesn't quite feel like there's a lot of people in the store, if that makes sense. Because everybody's kind of, like, off in the corners, you know, two at a time. But, like, some of these restaurants and some of these, like, lounges and clubs and stuff, packed to the gods. That's way too many people on top of each other at one time. Like, that's what kind of creeps me out, and you know, to each his own. But I'm like, maybe do little small gatherings, but these restaurants and stuff, too many people. You can't even. It depends on where you are. It kind of depends on where you are, too, because the other week I I was in Hiram. I can't remember why I was there, but I went to Hiram. Nobody was wearing masks. Everybody was in everybody's business. Uh, a couple no, weeks before that, I was over a couple of weeks before. Oh, yeah, that, that's what I thought. But a week or so after that, we ended up on the uh, other side of town near Stone Mountain because of one of our friends' daughters graduated high school. We did the whole drive-by parade thing or congratulations thing, and we had to stop by a gas station. And I didn't go in because that mud was packed. Nobody had gas. Nobody had masks on. But over here where I live, I went to home, to Home Depot and to Costco today. Costco wouldn't let you mm-hmm. in without a mask. That's correct. And all but two people I saw at Home Depot, everybody had a mask but two people. So I don't know yeah. if it's an education level kind of thing, because it definitely isn't a political bias one way or the other. Because I was I in two different types age. of hoods, I would say. Yeah, I was in Costco the other day. Oh, go ahead. 
Oh, no. I think it's a certain age group of people are, like, taking it more seriously, in my opinion, from what I've seen. Um, depending, Like you said, depending on where you go, I would say 40 and up, pretty much everybody's trying to wear masks. And then, like, less than 40, people are kind of sometimes wearing it, sometimes not. Well, like they're saying that 18 to 35 year olds are the primary spreaders at this point. So you're pretty on target with that. Yeah. Okay, um, so and I was I'm, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say mm-hmm. to support your point. I went to Costco the other day as well, and it was a lady in front of me who did not have a mask on, and the greeter was like, "Hey, do you have a mask?" She said, "Nope." She was like, "Here you go. Enjoy your shopping. You don't need to return it to me. Like you can't even come up in there without it. Don't take it off while you're in here." So, I mean, and I can fully support that because it's just way too many people in some of these places for us to be taking reckless chances like that. And as far as the age thing, the people who are getting it now, who are spreading it, I'm having a little trouble with the way all of this went down and believing that as a metric, A part of partly because they're trying to get my kids to go to school in a couple of months, and I'm all against that, but I say that because at first they thought only senior citizens were getting it and they were dying from it because they were old and weak. And that's primarily because that was the only people we were testing. Now that we've opened up testing, we're noticing that younger people are getting it and they're going to the hospital with it. They may not die, but they get pretty damn sick. And now we're not Mm -hmm. testing the little kids because we're not thinking the little kids are getting it. And to me, I'm like, okay, let's test the kids because you were wrong about the younger people. So now let's test the kids before we put them back in schools to make sure that we're not making the same mistake twice. But then the tests aren't even reliable at this point because we they there's been two instances there've been two instances that one company sent out thousands and thousands of uh, incorrect negatives and incorrect positives to people, and then there was a dude in the news today who. He took he took the test and got positive, and then went to at Piedmont in Atlanta, and then wanted to get a second opinion. Went and took it somewhere else and got a negative, and it was just hours apart. So, I mean, at this mm-hmm. point, the numbers don't even matter anymore because now the test results it's aren't so accurate. Bad. So who knows who knows how how big or it's small so- the you know impact is. Yeah, because my brother had a patient who they tested. It was an elderly patient, and I think I said this a couple weeks ago. His patient tested negative for it, and then she passed away, and in the autopsy, they said she had it. So it's kind of like I don't know what they're using um, to test the virals in this situation, but it's not consistent, and that's the problem. And they're using you know, a bunch I of different they tests. They, they are, but the problem is, is that, you know, being, you know, pre-med before and just listening to what they say, you can't really put – putting a test like this together to test people usually takes way more time. They oh, yeah, they're rushing the hell out of this. Together. Yeah, like this stuff takes years to put together, and they try to throw this together in a couple of weeks, so it is super inconsistent not to mention when you are testing people for we already naturally have certain mm-hmm. amount of viruses. The problem that one doctor was saying is that can this test really tell the difference between the viruses that you have that 
are not COVID and specifically identifying COVID markers. And that particular doctor said he doesn't believe that the test that they're using can really tell the difference. So that's why you're probably getting these false positives and false negatives because it's just looking, the test is looking for viruses, but it can't probably identify what's really COVID and what's some, a different type. And then I, so, I, that's I mean, compounded by the fact that uh, they're still not 100% sure what all COVID does. So I was reading an article a couple of days ago. I may have mentioned this, but they were uh, testing people who had survived or whatever had come through it, and they were finding inflammation in, not only in the lungs but in the heart, in the brain. Um, there were some studies where they found that uh, there were people who had uh, inflamed livers. Like it, it just it caused a general inflammation that had entire systems of the body shutting down. So I don't think they know what they're looking for 100 percent, really. What? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you, so you mean that? What about the lady that already had COVID, got over it, and then now she's come down with it a second time, and they were saying that they felt like once you got it one time, you would be immune to getting it again, and now she's no, got they, it a second time. <laughs> they shut that down a while ago. They had, uh, I saw that, I saw that she uh, was getting tested frequently, but. They had people in Wuhan who were catching it a second and third time. So they 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 busted that up months ago. We are So once you get it, get you can it. get it again. So herd immunity is pretty much out the window then. Yeah. <clears throat> it's acting more like the actual flu. Like even if you take a virus, a vaccine or not, there's so many different uh-huh. strands of it. it. That's what it seems like. It's like it's multiple strands of it that, does, that impacts the body in a lot of different ways. Yeah, they're already talking about, like, new strands have already started mutating, and they're not even developing vaccines for those strands. They're still developing vaccines for the basic strand. Right. When they were telling us one thing, it's actually three, it was three different strands, a couple, like, maybe in March. So they weren't sure how to keep up. And so at this point, if it was three different strands in March, this thing has truly adapted to the environment and now mutated into whatever it is. That's what and, the flu and that's very fast. On the crazy. And that's very, very fast. fast for a disease to mutate that. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's man-made, honestly, in my personal opinion, because naturally occurring things don't mutate quite that fast. But if you messed around and did something in a lab, it can definitely get out of control. And now they can't, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Uh, recent things have made me believe that people aren't that smart. Like at all. <laughs> Plus, it's 2020 and anything goes this year. You know, population control, this is cheaper than war, so... About that time, yeah. As far as we know, with the ice caps, with the ice caps melting, as far as we know, we probably catching whatever killed the damn dinosaur. (laughs) Called it a fucking meteor. I mean, you just never know. The fucking lizard people have such. Oh no, the lizard people. The lizard people. Well, the bottom line is before we take a break is, damn it, if you just have to leave the house. Put on a mask, please. That's the minimum you could do is put on a mask, please. Hey, 
it's hot. All right. (laughs) Big thank you to everybody out there listening to the radio show. We appreciate you. Uh, Coming up, well, before we get to Kujo Snack Plug, which will be after the break, we're getting a rare triple play of music. Three artists. I'll tell you who they are in a second. But before we get to all that, my man DZ's got something to tell us. Man, we really got people paying $900 for a test that ain't even fully accurate. That's crazy. Welcome to America, pal. Man, <laughs> Wait, I thought they said they were, Hold on. I thought they said the government was supposed to be putting the bill for all this shit. That test is $900. So I hope you got some good insurance. Oh. We should make our own test. That is all. Well, yeah, if but, you don't have good insurance, holler at me afterwards. That's my daytime gig, and I'll help you out because trying to get on Obamacare at this point to combat it is not going to be your your plan of action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. But uh, anyways, so for those of you that listen to the live show, we appreciate you. But we also have the aftermath, which is our spinoff of their live show where we interview some dope people. Coming up, we got DJ MJAD. We got Iman Boyd. We got August Hayes. We got Taysky. We got a bunch of cool artists and people that are going to be dropping in to talk to me and 16 and whoever else from the regular show hops on with us. Make sure if you're not listening to it, download the radio show, The Aftermath, Dope interviews, dope people. Make sure you check us out. You see, you're bringing the knowledge. And speaking of the aftermath, we got a fresh one sitting out there right now. Great author by the name of Kiva Richardson. Man, we had a whole bunch of fun talking to her. Her story is interesting, and we clowned like the last 30 minutes of that show for real. So, yes. And Tiki, no, not August Alcina. It's another August. (laughs) Oh, okay, man. My bad. Because she was ready. Oh, yeah, Daddy. Put it right there. Anyway, we got... I hate what... <laughs> No, you don't. We are going to take a little bit of an extended break because we're going to go all the way through when we come back. No more interruptions. So we got a rare triple play of music from some great underground artists that are about to uh, take you through this break. So the first song we're going to play is a person who was a guest on The Aftermath. Um it's a guy who's been all over the place. I don't even know where to say where he's from, but he's from all over the place. He's a global nomad. So it's Stuart Gatsy. It's a song called Well On My Way. Then after that song is done, we're going to hear from artist S. and Sean. He was also a guest on the Aftermath with a song called Meditate. And then we're going to end our little triple play of Underground with another guest from the Aftermath. See the, the, you know, the pattern here. Jordan Pauline with Spiral. So make sure you check these artists out. They're available on all your streaming services. Check them out. And when we come back, we will have Cujo Snack Plug. So just remember and never forget, you're not just listening to a radio show or some radio show. You're listening to the radio show. So please stick around. And like I said, when we come back, Cujo's got his snack plug on deck. All right. So we'll be right back in just a second. Here comes the voice As we 
house of stone With no need No need to hug No need to fuss We just burn it down I'm on my way To breaking your heart Well on my way It tears me apart Well on my way To breaking your heart Well on my way It tears me apart Then there was nothing From the beginning You commend your was left of me Now that you've taken Everything in me No need to hurt No need to fall We just burn Burn it down Breaking your heart Well, I'm 
my prize. Life size, see it before I get it. Feel it before I have it, before you know it, I'm in it. This moment was already predestined. Get what I ask for as long as I put my best in. So why you laying your head at the best western? I'm up with the sun, putting my request in. That's why. I'm so grateful. I got more than I played for. I'm so grateful. Closing my eyes and sitting inside there. But you wait for. You got many things to be thankful for. That's why I'm so grateful.
we're back from those that musical break. It's your girl Tiki Blue, and you're listening to the radio show. And I'm here with ATL Diva, Easy M16, your boy Cujo, and the Jerk. So if you want to talk to us, you can call us live at 516-387-1805, or you can text us at 678-800-1677. You can email us, and that is the radio show inbox at gmail.com. And I promise you that's what it says on this paper that they gave me this time. And just make sure that you're listening to us live at blogtalkradio.com. It's the radio show. And you can visit, visit us online. Check us out on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Uh, where else are we? Well, about to be on iHeartRadio here in like about a week. Yep. Tuned in, I think, as well. Yep. We're all over the place. So check us out. How's that yeah. Pornhub account coming? You tell me. <laughs> Put it right there. <laughs> hey, hey, that amateur shit is really taking off. We need to take advantage of that. Hey, I <laughs> told y'all last time that they paying. On, get, you can make, make $30,000 a month on, you know what I'm saying? If you, Hey, look. Just saying. I can go for 30000 a month. Before before we get to Kujo's Snack Club, I wanted to real quick uh, just make sure and remind everybody that triple play of songs that you just heard. Stuart Gassy, Well On My Way, the first song. S and Sean, Meditate, the second one, and Jordan Pauline, Spiral. You can download or stream all of that music. Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, Deezer, whatever you use, they're available on it. So please support underground artists. Wait, can you right? say the names one more time? I don't want to write those down. Stuart Gatsy, Edson Sean, Jordan Pauline. Got it. Because we support around here. But what we're about to really get behind right now is Cujo Snack Club. Boom, da, boom, da, boom, da, boom, da, I like my thing, all right, people. Um, I got a good one for y'all today, man. I'm going to put y'all on something uh, that's kind of been floating around the interweb for about a month or so. I've been tagged in it a couple times by those who are familiar with the uh, the line of work that I'm involved in with this here snack plug uh, game. Lucky Charms Ice Cream. You heard me. Lucky Charms Ice Cream. They... Released, I believe it's Nestle's released both Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Lucky Charms Ice Cream in collaboration with uh, Post Cereal. Oh no, I'm sorry, General Mills. Um, yeah, so Lucky Charms, I actually went out and uh, bought and tried, and I was pleasantly surprised. You're probably thinking, I know exactly how they taste. I could make this at home with a bowl of vanilla ice cream and some Lucky Charms. You'd be half right. It tastes like Lucky Charms with vanilla, with, with, like you're eating a bowl of Lucky Charms with ice cream. But I want to emphasize that the star of this, this thing is not the marshmallows. For once, it's the oat pieces. The, they have a cereal swirl oats going through the middle of the ice cream that is just phenomenal it adds 
an element of flavor that really caught me off guard. And I appreciated the effort that they put into this oat cereal swirl going through the middle of, of the ice cream. The marshmallows are not crispy, are not crunchy like they would be in a fresh bowl of cereal for those of you that are familiar with eating Lucky Charms. They are a little soft, but um, it doesn't ruin it. I highly recommend you go out and buy Lucky Charms ice cream. It is very good. Your boy Cujo Snack Plug always delivers, never lets you down. He always coming up with, with something for you to try that you hadn't had on your mind. Because I never even knew that Lucky Charms had ice cream. And it just sounds it's like something good. that would be. See, but you be getting all the stuff before it hit the streets, man. That's why you had a snack plug. That's why this segment is popular. Hey, you know, I, I, I plug, you know, I plug where I can plug. Brought to you by Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> Well, I saw some Oreos in the store and thought about your snack plug. The red, white, and blue Oreos. Have you tried those yet? Oh yeah, it's it's regular Oreos just with red dye number seven or whatever. It, it's 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 no oh, extra okay. flavor or anything. Yeah. Yeah, he's ones out telling y'all about though. Tiramisu and carrot cake are both still in stores now. So he's you know, trying to say oh, to get on it. To get on it. All right. So there was a. All right. So Cujo, man, this this dates back a long way with us doing radio. But I heard a a rumor, and you can help and confirm this for me. Somebody told me that there was like a an award show or something going on last night. Um, since this is a hip hop show, I'm assuming that somebody like we we watched this, right? Somebody watched this. Anybody? Somebody. Was it the Source Awards? BET still has a wow. show. Oh no no no! Well, the NAACP awards was last night. That's what it was. Okay, so we got problems. Right. So there was the an BET award show going on last night. So oh, nobody watched the awards. So wait a second. So We've this is a hip hop right. show. This is a hip hop show. We've done an absolute terrible job of keeping up with with what's going on in the culture. We've it's been so blinded by. Yeah, we've been blinded by viruses and and white women getting filmed, getting oh, beat yeah. up, and you know it, it's yeah. Killer Hornets. It's murder Hornets. We nobody uh, watch. Nobody watch Killer Hornets. <laughs> I actually, I actually caught. Isn't murder caught, and caught, killer the so, same thing? You're dead. <laughs> I actually wouldn't like to the bottom of that. Killer. killer you like advertising? What's the difference? I don't know. It just yeah. It, yeah. So, so I think it's on what, Instagram. So I'm guessing what we're saying is is that we there's a several things that we have skipped over that it's no explanation for considering this is a hip hop show. We covered the first couple of verses when the show came back and crickets. The BET Awards happened. How did that even happen? Like how did they pull that off? Was it like remote? Like what do we do? Like how did that even happen? Like it was a bunch of people shooting music videos. Yeah, I was just about to say the exact same thing. It was basically everybody made another music video for a song that already had a music video. But some of them I actually enjoyed. Some, 
some of the some and of the stop. award show uh what do you call it? The award show format that everybody tries to follow has gotten a little stale and a little cringy. So I this was it was a little dry on it because there wasn't those, you know, audience reactions that you could pan to and see people's faces and that kind of aspect of the award show, but it was kind of refreshing. It was different. Wait, was Donnie Simpson was hosting definitely... the countdown of the videos? What's her name? Amanda Fields did to be TV. Actually, yeah, Donnie popped up. Donnie popped up Yay! towards the end because they, cele- they were celebrating their 40th, uh, BET's 40th anniversary. Oh, um, so Don, yeah. Donnie, Donnie popped up, and uh, he still man, he still looks relatively the same, Good. like just a little, you know, Damn. little gray. He got a little little salt pepper thing going on, but he kind of looked the same. He's an old man that could probably get it. I'll leave the oh, yeah. uh, that. Oh wow, that's, that's a that's a good turn for the worst. <laughs> Wait, why was that the worst? <laughs> That was very sexually aggressive. <laughs> what? what? Okay, she did a look all Damn. Anywho. Thank you. They don't understand. They don't. They don't get it. Girl, you see a little song. Well, did anybody watch it? I saw like I watched a little bit on that. Did anybody see the Usher and the Summer Walker one? Oh, oh no, no, no. Scratch that. Hold Paul, please. Wayne Brady did a tribute to Little Richard. Little Richard. That was I saw that. It was that was interesting. He was, that was getting actually kind of moves, though. Yeah, that was, was pretty good though. I mean, he he could keep up. I was impressed with his dance moves. Are really good. Um, Man, Wayne Brady been shucking and jiving for like thirty years. That it doesn't surprise yeah. me. <laughs> Lord have hey, mercy. Hey, he can keep a whole job. I'll tell you that. Literally, literally. He does. He be playing up to the white people on the game show. Hope he keeps the job. Yeah, I mean he's actually talented. We just don't embrace him as a culture. He's, we really don't. Well, oh no, but wait, hold on, wait. I gave him as a comedian. That's you just can't start on, on a child show. He, he came back, and you can't start as a comedian because we just don't take you seriously after you do something after that. But I gave him his <laughs> card back when he did the Chappelle show. Oh yeah, those episodes were good. Oh yeah, he is talented, and I give him his credit for breaking certain barriers where I mean, black people really don't go. So pretty good. Pretty and good. apparently, he what was going with little jokes and stuff when he was on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh wow, I can imagine. Yeah, but Whose Line Is It Anyway? I always, I always, I mean, it was funny. I just never liked that he was always the musical number guy. Granted, he's very musically talented, but like, come on now, it's a it's a comedy show. Nobody's expecting Grammy award win. Like some of them other dudes could have got up there and did some some fucking dancing and singing. <laughs> well, look at it is good though. I don't know. It might be a little Wayne. What you think? I really, he could have been better. His tribute. Oh yeah, they did a Kobe Kobe tribute. Yeah. Who was it that was like, well, dang, I don't know who I was listening to. They was like, dang, he could have at least been wearing some Kobe. I was like, yeah, that was okay. Like, he had on like this, uh, this floor length lab coat. Oh. A lab coat? <laughs> <laughs> that caught me on a lab coat. 
right, yeah, it was whatever. Like a full-length white white lab coat, and I mean, I'm assuming that's just the latest New Orleans fashion. I never understand what you guys wear out there, but you know, it's you guys. Wow, you guys. So, no, so they're not you guys anymore. Remember, they both ran from Katrina, so. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, you see, you see the jerk. He's trying to trigger me. I mean, I'm in a good mood. He's trying, uh, trying to trigger me, but I'm not gonna fall. I'm not gonna fall for it. You know, I'm. A, well, we still I'm have. you guys made it out okay. I'm gonna resist. But so okay, so clearly we failed at our job because we didn't watch this because we're not really breaking this down for shit. Like, when was the last time any one of us? You know, actually made time out of our day to sit and watch the entire award show, and well, we, I mean, did anybody watch the verses? Hold on, wait. Before we go there, though, I just want to ask one question that will explain why I don't watch anymore. Did anybody get shot at the BET award show? Wait, did anybody die? Yeah. See, that's why I watch no more. Only, only ain't nothing popping off. I ain't watching. It's interesting. I think you're confusing or, the BET Awards the with, the, with the Source Awards. Well, like, I did. So, yeah, that that would be about right. The Source Awards. So, so wait, I got a, I got a question. So like, where is the BET Awards on like the hierarchy of awards? Like, if you get a BET award, like, are you putting that on the mantle? Like, you putting that somewhere in the crib? Is it like I a Grammy? I think you, that, you're I not think gonna everybody get gets one because I have questions. Well, I was I gonna say you're not gonna get two questions from the audience <laughs> side and also from the artist side. From the artist side, where does it kind of rank? And then from the audience side, where does it rank from watching it? I think it's gotten better because Beyonce and certain Rihanna and certain people wouldn't even show up to the BET Awards a couple of years ago, and it was freaking horrible. And they started See, and, and putting that's together quality shows, but they started putting together more quality shows, and the higher end artists started showing up. So they started doing it in a more timely manner. the The performances they put more money into the performances, and they started, um, you know, it was just they started doing a really, really good job. So I stopped watching it, and I actually started back watching it maybe like two years ago. Because I was like, mean, this is. Garbage. But that's what I'm. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. where is it at on the hierarchy of awards? Like, is a Billboard Music Award better than a BET Award? Like, okay, check, check this out, Easy. This is the best way I can explain that to you. Okay, so can somebody <laughs> give me give me the name of somebody who's recently won a BET Award? Can somebody give me the name of okay, somebody? So like, like, for example, Lizzo, Lizzo won Best Rapper okay, or something so, like that. Li- okay, so Lizzo won. Best one. Right, so picture. So picture where I'm going with this, okay? So let's say Lizzo's in a movie, okay? So the movie preview comes on, and it's Academy Award winner Denzel Washington. Academy Award winner or Academy Award nominee Taraji Henson <laughs> and Lizzo. There's where the BET is on the hierarchy. They're not going to say BET Award winner Lizzo. So that's but, what but I'm saying. I like, guess that's my point is like, yes. you know, you know, you go on somebody, an artist's Wikipedia page, and they got a Soul Train Award and a Billboard Award and American Choice Award. Like, which one of those really matter? That's like you know, football rankings. Like, which you know ranking why? actually matters? Because <laughs> racism. That's yeah. why the BET Oh, that's, that's a good point, yeah. too. That's a good point. Yeah, because racism. Yeah. 
Because think about it, some artists, even though they do the numbers and they stream really well, they'll pick a five-year-old Nicki Minaj song at the AMA when she push it out, but for they'll give due to like a Summer Walker or a Lizzo or somebody who's new who actually is doing the numbers. So it's like sometimes you're like, how did y'all pick that song? Like, we ain't even listened to that song in the last couple of years. So it's still valuable and important and, you know, if they do away with that award show, then what? You know what I'm saying? Right. It still does good numbers. It still brings money to the community when people come into town for it. So it's still valuable. It is very much so. We can't, we, we can't in this culture have that attitude and be like, oh, it ain't shit. Because without it, well, the majority I'm, of those I'm saying people won't shit. be I'm just saying there's so many awards out there. How would an artist look at it in regards to I mean well, where do any I didn't of them get a rank, Grammy, to but be I honest. they want the recognition period because when they don't get the award they're salty. You know what I'm saying? So at the yeah. end of the day the awards only give you exposure because it doesn't equal money. But it does I mean, yeah, give people got, opportunity. You got M T V awards, you got M T V uh, v, v, what do they got? VMA? Do they have VMA awards still? The movie awards yeah. or something? They yeah, got two, they had like three, three different thinks, MTV awards. <laughs> then they got the Billboard Music think, Awards. Then they got the Teen Choice Awards. Right. None of the award shows have the clout they once did with the new generation. They don't. That's why, like the Oscars and um, the Golden Globes, all of those high-profile shows are struggling. Because millennials are just don't care about any award show, really. No, none of them do. Yeah. I mean, not the younger ones. Yeah, every, they don't really care. They ripped off Kendrick Lamar at the Grammys. I, I haven't really paid attention <laughs> to any award show, to be honest with you. No, and that's that's just no, real so tough. Think, like, there's no way you yeah. can tell me Macklemore had the best hip hop album that year when Kendrick Lamar Lamar really made like a masterpiece. But you know, that's neither here nor there. And that's then, more of a and then you, and, then you, and then you haven't heard anything else from Macklemore since. No. Yeah, he, the, the the only thing you've heard from him is appearance on Dave. Yeah, Macklemore was no, just no. a plea oh to try God. to get more LGBTQ yeah. people involved in the show or wanting to watch it. I think I think a lot of these award shows have ventured more towards the realm of trying to get more people to watch than trying to actually mm-hmm. respect the the talent and the music that's put out. It's turned into I a agree. TV show instead of a show that awards good music. That's a good point. Yep. So instead of versus we didn't watch those either. Um there were I wanna say <laughs> three or four that may have happened since the last time we talked about them. Um including one with Alicia Keys versus John Legend. Um and then the one last night with uh You watched some of those okay. I, I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I mean because they're Super talented too, so they're playing. They and so okay, so I tried watching Alicia Keys, and you know I don't watch any of these. But I tried watching Alicia Keys and Old Boy, and I thought it was going to be really, really good. There's it, why did it sound so crappy, even though they were in the same room? Like how how do they keep messing this up? I'm about to say something real controversial. One of them is is that John Legend might not be the great singer that people think he is. Could be one also, of them. Oh, he's a th- he's a theater singer. Like, oh, he, he is. Yeah, he's a classic good. Kind of hey, he's, he's got awesome. like a Tony, an Emmy. Like he's got 
well, I forgot what it's called. It's the uh, four EGOT? that. that yeah, he's. he's a, I don't think he has the EGOT, EGOT yet. I don't. I don't think he has. He it. does. He definitely has it. He definitely has. It. But what does that have to do with? I thought him? he was missing. He can win a bunch of stuff, but what does that have no. to do with him actually? He, being the good Tony. The Tony was his last one. And he got. Yeah, he's got. Uh, he got. He just don't have an Academy Award. No, he's got one of them too. Yeah, no, he does. No, no, yeah. It's the it's it's the Emmy. It's the Emmy that he doesn't have. The E in the E got. So he's got a cat. I, I promise you, he's got them all. Ah, Let me see. It, to the point somebody was making, neither one of them can sing very well. Yeah. John Legend was the degree. youngest ever to attain <laughs> but, E got status. At 30 and, and that's grand, but that doesn't that doesn't. And I'm talking and, and I'm talking about him. And this guy was like yeah. one of his songs was my first dance at my wedding, but it, it still doesn't change the fact that it's just it's just okay, it's just okay, you know. And to Kujo's point, guess, kind of the same you, thing with you can't just bleep on accolades. Yeah, you can. Well, he's got an yeah. EGOT, Grammy, Oscar, and a Tony. That's why he has an EGOT. He's got all of them. That's what I'm at saying. Like you can't just sit there and be like. Yeah. Yeah, he got awards, but those yeah. awards don't matter. Like, they definitely matter. So Maybe everybody who wins that, that they, I mean, they won hundred. Hold on, hold on. But I ain't he just made my point. To award, no, no, no. I'm not saying everybody that wins an award. Like, if you're a football player and you go to one Pro Bowl, like that don't mean nothing. But like, we talking about people that have like gotten awards over time, like that. That deserves some kind of credit. We can't just be like, oh, those, mm-hmm. those awards are trash. Like, they do consistently to stay relevant. Year, decade, like, like thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people That's get difficult. on Alicia Keys about not being talented, but, like, she's got awards and accolades. So you can't just be like, oh, yeah, whatever. But who's no, really I, in their I, league? I was, like, who can compete with them? Nobody. I was talking about strictly just their vocals. That's all I was talking about. I was just saying they well, are the best well, in their careers at this point. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying, but like, let's not sleep on accolades either. No, yeah, because no, yeah, I, I would have to agree. Both of them seem like a really good choir singer, but none yeah. of them well, have that Whitney Houston level. Yeah, they're not gonna sing. They're not gonna sing. You know what I'm saying? They sing. But they're, yeah, I'm just talking. Yeah, they're not level. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's like it seemed like both of them. Man, I love the way this show just takes off with with things, man. But it seemed like they had their peak early on within the first two to three years of their careers, and then they sort of existed off that reputation since then. It's like, hey, now that's did you hear John Legend? Oh, that's fair. I can agree. You know, with that. that's fair. Yeah. So, but what artist isn't that? I mean, I, mean, I disagree, but I think if you. I mean, Drake is Drake has been pretty hyped since he started. I mean, but are you really sixteen a John Legend and Alicia Keys fan though? I think that matters because if you really don't follow those people and you're not really into them, then of course you're gonna say they fell off because they're not really a cup of tea. But they do a lot of no. I'm not. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, because both Alicia Keys and John Legend have songs that I like. I think they, Kujo probably has one or two songs that he likes from them, but you can like people and not be like this uber super fan of them. People get it twisted that, hey, I cannot yeah. be a super fan of somebody and like one or two things that they do. You know, that is that's fair too. I think, that's fair. I think, I think, what, MC, I think what MC Sane is trying to say is that you give, like, you give one stellar vocal performance and then for the next 20 years, you're labeled as a fantastic singer, even though you can't sing like that anymore. 
Absolutely. Well, You're made. Well, we and knew that's it. Alicia goes. Keys, I was going to say, we knew it, Alicia Keys couldn't sing like that when her background singer outsang her. Like, we knew that. And to me, I, I'm going to have to repeat this. There are very, very few artists who put out songs across multiple decades. Most, the vast majority of very popular artists, they have like a two or three year good run and they live off of that for the rest of their career. You may have looking at you, Sam Smith. Looking at you, Sam Smith. Wow. Come on, easy. Taking the easy roads here. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, look at, I mean, but seriously, I mean, look at Kiss. Yeah. Look at, um, oh, shit. A lot of very early rappers, they had Cool Mo D and, and LL Cool J. Look, to me, he tried, but nah, he should have stopped. I'm, I'm super glad you brought that up because I have this. This anytime I get into a rap or hip hop debate with a lot of people, and I, I bring this up, this is the fact that we got to a point where we start labeling certain people as legends off like one or two. Not, not saying that the number of albums that you drop has anything to do with it, but the longevity of your career is like, oh, this person's a legend. They only had like a two or three year stint if you go back and look at the albums where they were at their hottest. But then you got somebody like, and DZ just brought up, you got somebody like Drake. This man has been on the Billboard charts from the day that he came out with music. And for some reason, he still is unable to kind of, you know, garner that same respect. And not just with Drake, it took a while for people like DI and Wayne to get there. I mean, I think at this point, because of that age, they're there. But when they first came out, T.I. first dropped in, what, 2001? And then by, like, 2006, 2007, he's still putting out decent albums, but he wasn't able to kind of get that 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 legend status, garner that same respect as a George LL Cool J, who probably had maybe, well, now nah, LL Cool J is a bad example. Um, somebody else, the KRS-One, <laughs> who dropped two, two, two albums. You know what I'm saying? At the height of his career, maybe one and a half. You know what I mean? So it's, 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 yeah. Anyway, I'm glad you brought that point up because that's always a, I, a pain point. I think me. it's also, I think to your point, it's also a matter of timing in the generation that they yes. drop these albums because there yes. were fewer yes. art, um, artists back then dropping uh, hip hop and rap uh, albums. Now it's a dime a dozen. So you really mm-hmm. have to do something out of the box now to really be a standout. How many rappers out there right now active with the name Baby in their moniker in some form or fashion? It's like Lil Fonz. Lil They all, you know, how do you know which one is different from the next I, one? They're all the same to me, almost. I would, I would actually make the argument that it is harder to, it's, it's harder to get to that level now than it was back then because back then you had a machine oh, yeah. behind you. You had the publishing. hundred percent agree. You had your A&R. You had agree. everybody behind you that could push you yeah. forward. Yeah. Um, and there, there was a machine behind you back then. Now everything is run based on social media and you are pretty True. much gathering a street team, so to speak, selling CDs out your trunk, putting it right. on SoundCloud, whatever. And to get to that level and because to your point, the market is so saturated. You can't I mean, mm-hmm. the fact that somebody is streaming your album a billion times when there's literally a million other people out there making music that you can, like, we just played three people that are underground artists and their music is on every, every you know, streaming platform. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's just three people that we just played. So it's like, if you can imagine those same, you know, that number 
um, multiplied across all the other, you know, artists that I'm kind of losing my point. But anyway, you see where I'm going with that. It's, I, I say well, it's hard now because of how much music is out there. And I to Tini's point. point. Go, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say to Tini's point. Oh. <laughs> we keep talking <laughs> over each other. <laughs> I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say to your point, I think, like, yeah, it used to be a machine behind artists back in the day, but now you're right. They do have to, um, like, because they're all over social media. I think we're at a point now that if you don't already have an, an established social media presence, they won't even look mm-hmm. at you. There is no more of that going to, you know, going to Uptown, you know, going to, you know, to uh, to the Rock, anything like that, trying, you know, sitting there waiting for an A&R to come find you or anything like that. Like, you have to be on social media. You have to have so many million of hits and so many thousands of followers before they'll even pay you even a little bit of attention at this point because the game is so saturated and yeah. people are so thirsty to get into the industry that A&Rs or, you know, the music industry doesn't even have to do the work anymore because people are doing oh. it for them. Yeah. Uh, and, and, to, and to T's point, I think one of the things that makes certain people legends off of like, two to three years of good work is really like one timing and two, you got an opportunity to go on the journey with that artist. Oh, because even if they put out two or three good albums, sometimes it's a two, three year space in between them. They're not coming out with an album every year. Like some of these new artists, every turn around, there's a new album dropping like literally every year. So they're so Insta famous now. Like, I remember when John Legend did a free concert at um, Olympic Park, like downtown, with Kanye West. So, like, that was my first time seeing him and just seeing him perform live and then getting the opportunity to follow his first album come out. And, like, you get to go on a journey with these people through your life. Now everybody's insta-famous and then it's done and then on to the next person. So there's no longevity in I, I still think that's a okay. I, st- I still think that's a a mark in the positive to older artists because you have the luxury of taking two and three years off. Can you imagine if somebody dropped a new artist, let's say Lizzo, she had a, a hot year, you know, her first album, or whatever. She drops that, and then she takes four years off before she puts out anything else. By the time she comes, it's like Lizzo. Who? You mean that song you had four years ago? So I mean, I, yeah, I don't think anybody has that luxury anymore because. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and because there's because there's so much it's because it's saturated. The market is saturated. There's so many other people putting out music. You can't, you know, you can't take that much time off before you drop something that's it's not a feature or you know something. Um, but yeah, yeah. Nicki Minaj you know, did that and look at her career compared to Cardi B. Like she took all that time off while Cardi B was popping, and now she came in with the album Queen, and it's totally flopped. She lost like everybody. You know, right. now she's a salty old lady. Dating a street thug and married to gonna have a baby. Married to a street thug. <laughs> That's a pedophile. Uh, right. This is a very per- personal, personal turn, guys. Where where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. And I love me. Jerk made the I, I mean, like. The jerk is like the most on observation. Group chat that this is the most this is the most hip hop conversation we've ever had and this is across several shows that we have. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, so we 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 went there with this. So 
Yeah, so yeah, not watching the award show makes for an entertaining segment for sure. All right, it's about time for Easy's one So, what do you have to make me argue with this week? All right, y'all. So, we got food this week. Going back to food, we got four choices. We got soul food, Mexican food, Italian food, and Chinese food. And I'm going to just let y'all know right now, soul food and Chinese stand. They stand. Chinese food. Y'all can go at it. That's 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 an easy one for me. Yeah, out the gate. Wow. I didn't even have to think. Yeah, I've never been a fan. I don't hate. Yeah. It. I don't. I wouldn't not eat it. But I've never been a big fan of Chinese food. Just the spices and flavors and everything that kind of are part of, um, you know, Chinese cuisine. The way cuisine. you feel about Chinese uh, is the way I feel about Mexican. Like I like Mexican, but it's definitely got a good. No, I love Mexican food. Uh, Chinese yeah. food could go for me, and I like it. But it, if I had to choose, it, it can go. Mexican food Basically. can go for me. Thank you, Tiki. There we go. Thank you. Oh wait a minute. God. Wait a minute. So, so wait a minute. So let me ask y'all this. I'm throwing a party, right? And I got a can you come back of to the tacos. Mic? Can you hear me? Yes. Come on back. Yes. <laughs> My bad. So if I'm throwing a party and I got a platter of tacos and I got a bowl of shrimp fried rice, which one y'all going for? I am digging right. I into the today. shrimp fried rice. I'm getting one of those right. styrofoam bowls and I'm piling that thing up to the top. I had some of the best shrimp fried rice of my life today. I promise you, it tastes like they had fried the rice with just a little hint of butter. It was like a little butter crisp to like the shrimp and the fry and the rice. Man. It was so damn good. Oh my goodness! This is the fastest show on the planet. This do is you the want to promote show. that spot real quick? I need to do <laughs> some research there. I'm just saying, can, you, been... can you let me know where that's at? I can. You want me to tell you on the air? Are we doing this off the air? How do we want to do this? No, no. Tell it on the air. Hey, okay. Put everybody on. It's Hong Kong. Wait, are they paying us? Are they paying us? Are they paying us? Are they paying us? Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> then off air it is. <laughs> off air it is. All right, I got to know. Off air it is. We're doing. Patent pending. We're doing na- nachos gotcha. versus, versus lo mein. Which one y'all going for? Low not I'm eating oh low Oh my god, you're such a slave to the noodles. Nachos. Y'all weird. A hey man. What? <laughs> I just I just said I would pick rice. Where did noodles come from? What you got against noodles? This is to me easy. This is this is probably <laughs> the hardest one because these are four four parts of food that most people like all most. People like all four of them. They just have, you know, more that they like in particular. I don't want to not choose any of them, but if I had to get rid of one, because you know, ain't nobody getting rid of, you know, good like chicken parmesan or spaghetti and some, you know, bread and all that good stuff. Soul food, that's that's us. We we can't do that. Chinese food is so good and so is Mexican. It's so hard, man. But if I had to, hmm. well, you know what? I, I probably would let Chinese go. Because more stuff that's Mexican food you. over Chinese. 
Because yeah, I like Chinese mm. food. I like some good fried rice. I like sesame chicken. But I like oh, I like chips and queso, salsa. You know, tacos, burrito. Man, yeah, it's, it's cheese. If I had to choose one, which I yeah. have to, yeah. It's I get so it. good. Is that what you say? It's so good. See, but that's the point. I didn't say it was trash. I'm just saying in the Form realms of goodness, Mexican is the least good of the folk. That right, is so <laughs> jerk, jerk, what you got, man? Let's 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 bring it on home. Break, let's break this tie. Exactly. Break this tie. Yeah, let's break this tie. Yes, break All the right, tie, so Jerk. I'm gonna go with Chinese. It's gotta go. Ah, and the Woo! only reason I say that, the only reason I say that is because I don't think we've had. Authentic Chinese food here in America. If you haven't seen the show Agreed. Taste the Nation, Agreed. watch it. She goes into the history Ooh, of the food. She yeah. goes how people Americanize and all this other stuff. Just watch the show Taste, Taste the Nation. I can't get rid of soul food because I love it. I lived it. I can't get rid of Italian because and I've been to Italy. I've been to Rome, a couple other places. The food, the Italian about. food, is much better there than it is. Man, so look. I can't get rid. Of <laughs> Jerk, man. You and the best conversation about that, sir. The best Mexican food I had, I've ever had, I had in Texas, in San Antonio. So yes, I can't dude, get rid of those. On the Riverwalk, dude. Oh my the god! Best Mexican food you can ever have, like ever. But. The, and really, I wouldn't want to get. I really don't want to get rid of any of them, mainly because I've never tasted traditional, authentic Chinese food. But I would have to get rid of that one because I haven't, for the same reason. So, just real quick, you could argue the most complete lineup of food is between Italian and soul food. Like the most complete well, lineup, like soul food got you know every damn thing in it. And then Italian food, you got pizza, you got pasta, you got all kind of different stuff that falls under Italian food. I, I would argue, I would argue that uh, I would argue soul food definitely Italian. Well, it's soul food. I mean, it's pretty much. It. It's pretty kind of a you know. It does. Italian is just basically starches, like it's just pasta in different forms. Like it's flat pasta. It's you know. It's not just that. In, it's not just no, that. There's. No, you've like, been. He's saying, he's saying, no, I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying, he's saying like well-rounded. Like, so you got soul food, you got different types of meat cooked different ways, you got different types of vegetables cooked different ways. But Italian, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, it's not just pastas, but I mean, that's typically what you're gonna get anytime you. It, if it's not pasta, it's, it's marinara sauce on top of some meat. You know what I mean? Like, but that's the American. That's the American version of it. I can get that. Yeah, but. Yeah, but no, when we went to Rome, I will never, I have not eaten Italian food back home at a restaurant since I've been back. We went to, we went to Rome, what, 2000, so it's been three years since I've been out and had Italian food. And we might make spaghetti at home, make lasagna at home, stuff like that, but I'm not paying for it anywhere else. That was, man, that was the best food experience I ever had was in Rome. How's I'll keep it on there real quick. Did I fix my audio issue? Am I still doing terrible things sound wise? It sounds better now. You sound okay. way better. All right. Okay, so now oh, yeah. you fucked up the flow of the conversation. You could at least step in and fix right. it. 
He just yeah, yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah, um, hey, guys. How do I sound? Well, now, yeah, sorry like, to interrupt hey, the conversation and the show. Oh, oh I, I sound, sound good? Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my bad. You know I got to have at least one, one mistake or the show isn't going right. But, um, right. I, well, less than three. But I think Cujo explained it the best way possible. If he's having a party – I'm assuming that Easy's going to be the only guy that's filling up his bowl to the top with shrimp fried rice to start off with because everybody's going to be rocking, you know, chips and queso or, you know, I just, it, it's not that Chinese food is the lesser of them. They're all good. It's just I couldn't see myself giving up me- Mexican food for Chinese food. It just wouldn't add up for me. I would, I and, you wonder why, and you wonder why people walk up to you speaking Spanish. <laughs> I would almost argue, and and we and we can talk about this because I might not be thinking about it uh, from from the, you know in a full perspective, but I would almost argue that each one of these can be considered party foods except Chinese food. I would say maybe egg rolls. You could probably have some type of egg rolls, you know, as as a party food. I think people would be right. more susceptible to eat eat lasagna at a party than they would be like lo mein. You know what I'm or um, no, you you're right. Shrimp, right, right. You're definitely right. Like, if you pull up to a party and they got dumplings and egg rolls, you're gonna be like, uh, y'all had a high budget for this meeting or something? Like, who decided to get away from the the meatballs and the and the wings? I'm confused. Like, exactly. Yeah, because you know it ain't no, it ain't a black event without the meatballs and the barbecue sauce in the crock pot. It just ain't. Nope. That's it. I know. That's, that's, that's a staple that people look forward to. Baby shower that's that's meatballs. And it's not racism when it's facts, because it is. It's facts. Oh, with that, would they, one of us post that? Where it was like, what was it? Uh, baby shower meatballs versus funeral chicken? I mean, it's oh, baby shower meatballs. It's, it's baby shower meatballs, right? I don't know. That's funeral I don't chicken. Know. I don't know, man. Funeral chicken. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know if it's the grief. The grease mixed with the grease, but something about that funeral <laughs> chicken, man. Oh my god! Now with extra, now with extra grease, grease. It's like <laughs> your 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 family member may be lukewarm in the ground, but our chicken is red hot. <laughs> <laughs> that is so freaking horrible. Um, I really please say that again. That yeah. is so fucking horrible. Please say that again. <laughs> the the sweetest sadness you will ever taste. <laughs> It's so terrible. Oh, it's so bad of me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think, I think we put the, <laughs> the cap on that shit. <laughs> Good stuff, <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Damn. <sighs> all right. Well, it's come to that time <sighs> of the show where, I mean, I will say go random, but this whole damn thing has been random, but it's been a lot of fun. So. It's random where at the end of the show we kind of go on our little random rants of whatever comes off the top of the head. So I would love to start with the jerk because it's random. So, jerk, what's up, man? Well, for the last 45 minutes, I've been trying to figure out whether or not we're the regular show or the radio show. And easy, that is aimed at you. I miss that show. <laughs> Why is it aimed at me? I have questions. <laughs> when you go back and listen, you'll know. 
<laughs> he said, "Will we go back and listen? I don't know if it's something I did. I'm gonna scrub it out of the podcast. So you can tell me now. Save me a little bit of time in post production. Was it me? Oh, whatever. Easy. What you got, man? Circle back to me. Okay, Tiki. All right. Just because you all need some entertainment in your lives." This is for the fella that put it right there. Uh Uh-uh. He does not need to put it anywhere. (laughs) For the little fella that checked me out in the grocery store today. First of all, thank you for checking my ID when I purchase my every few days bottle of wine. Second of all, nobody asked your ass to uh, give an example of how smart you are by figuring out that, yes, I'm almost a leap year baby, and how old I would be if my birthday had, in fact, landed on that leap year, because now everybody in the line behind me knows how old my ass is. And so when I call it to your attention and tell you to hush, little boy, you say, nobody's going to do the math to figure out that you're 10 years old or ha, ha, ha. And I say, hush, little boy, I don't need people knowing my business. You still laughing. Give me my damn receipt so I can get the hell on. If I wanted people to know how old I was, I'd have it on the damn shirt, but I don't. So keep your smart ass behind that damn register and shut the hell up. <laughs> See, you just messed up your stock portfolio. See, he could have been added to your sugar daddy portfolio somewhere down the road. <laughs> That's where he was trying to get in. Aww. I mean, uh-uh, uh-uh. He wasn't getting on my sugar daddy portfolio because he was young. He was younger than me, so I would have been the sugar mama for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna just jump in here real quick. I'm gonna try not to get the age requirement for sugar daddy. Yeah, they're yes, gonna be older, than, be older than, than the than the uh, ben, uh, so I guess is it the benefactor or define the, older yeah, beneficiary? Well, okay, beneficiary. This is the business. This is the best way I can put it to you. He needs to utter a phrase, well, I'll show you how we used to do it. If he says that, he's old enough to be a sugar daddy. Or but, if like, he's, what if he's younger. What's the name if he's younger? Like, if it's a younger dude blowing a whole, just spending money and sponsoring a woman like a sugar, like an older guy, is sugar daddy if he's oh, older, he what is it? If it's, ah. Yeah, he needs to trick off. There's no real name for that. Yeah, he's oh, okay. he just tricking off. <laughs> Interesting. I love this show so much, man. All right. So, all right. I've been hearing this a lot from people, you know, during this time that BLM is really rising to the forefront. There's still people telling black folks to go back to Africa by saying go back to your country. So I just would like to point out that Africa is a continent with several countries (laughs) in it. But whatever. Which one you want us to go to? Um, one other thing too is that black people, no matter what it is that they're cooking, the oven goes on three fifty. Doesn't matter. <laughs> and well, you can also car. argue that after they said that Africa came to us because that's the Haran saying. We got a problem. We're trying to reach out and touch us. D- okay. Diva. So. I really need to do my research and figure out who came up with the color spectrum for ethnic people. So, like, why are we black and other people brown, but technically we're brown? 
Hmm. And why are white people white? Because they're kind of peach and sometimes peach. I don't know. Just curious. Interesting. Crayola. <laughs> I know, right? Like, who in the crayon? Who, when we draw pictures as a kid, really picked the black crayon to for to draw ourselves, or did we pick the brown crayon? I don't know. I think Matumbo's kid chose the black crayon. Uh-uh. <laughs> Once you go burn Sienna, you never go back. <laughs> Kujo, man. All right, what's up, man? What you got, man? This is insane, man. Go to EZ first. All right. So, one got to go. So, yeah. hey, uh, hey, 16, you're going to kill me, man, but that new 6 9 song is really good. <laughs> Get there, son. Get man. It's so good. It's got Nicki Minaj on it. It's really good. It's bounce. I'm not taking the bait this week. Yeah, I'm not ranting, okay? I'm not doing it. I refuse. I'm not. I'm calm this week. I'm zen. That man, like that right man went to jail and came out still making bops. Yep. He, he, I'm not falling for it, Easy. I'm not. Kujo, what you got, man? I'm not falling for it tonight. Jerk trying me um. with... With the Katrina stuff, I'm I'm good. Everybody knows he's a snitch, and they still listen to him. A hundred million views on YouTube. No, I'm not taking the bait this week. Think I think at least I think at least I think at least ten thousand of those were M16. They they, they y'all trying me really hard tonight. <laughs> what you got, Kujo? <laughs> but no, I mean we we've had a lot of. Um, you know, we've had a lot of conversations about race and race relations and, um, you know, where we are in our country, you know, um, in the current state of things, you know, we always got these Karens and, and, you know, we talk about how Trump is dividing the nation and, or at least is emboldened people to kind of come out and, you know, be, be them, their racist selves and stuff like that. And I just want to take this opportunity to make sure that we don't lose focus on the real culprit. Um, which is Family Feud. There is always a black family versus a white family on Family Feud. That has been tearing our nation apart since the 90s. And nobody and says anything. Yeah, nobody says anything because white people are rooting for the white family, black people are rooting for the black family. And I think that is festered over time, and especially now with us having a black host. We want the black families to win even more. You sometimes see it on Steve's face, too. He'd be upset when the black family don't win. Uh-huh. But I, I think Family Feud has been intentionally pitting black families against white families. It's all, and it's always a white family or a minority family. But a lot of times it's black. Um, I, I, I rarely, rarely see two black families going at it on Family Feud or two white families. And if they're white, it's like Irish and, like, Scandinavian or something like it's 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 not like the same white. So, anyway, but what they're oh. what they're doing in those episodes when they have white versus white is they're trying to root out the lizard people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was exactly. a class thing, but lizard mm-hmm. people gotcha. Yep. yep. Gotcha. So anyway, the sooner lizard that we can get. The sooner that we can get black versus black and white versus white, Hispanic versus Hispanic, and all other ethnicities versus themselves on Family Feud and stop putting us against each other, I think we'll be better off. I really do. 
look at us ourselves yeah, even having saving race relation problems. Survey said Cujo ahead of the ahead of the curve yet again. <laughs> All right, and that was random where we uh are random, yeah. So real quick before we get up out of here, I want to just let everybody know that the podcast will be available uh, in about an hour on all the streaming services that we mentioned. We're pretty much everywhere, so if you just search It's the Radio Show on whatever podcast of choice uh, service that you use, you'll find us on there. Um, Let's see. We let everybody know that there's an aftermath out there with Kiva Richardson. EZ gave you some of the names of the upcoming guests, so we're, you know, coming through with some more of that. And um, just be on the lookout for uh, more guests and um, more, you know, underground music. And speaking of that, again, I want to put this out there. If you want to be a guest, you have a talent, you got something that you can do that you feel your story should be told, hit us up. We're on Instagram. What is our Instagram handle? Is it? It's the, yeah, it's the radio show, all right, on Instagram. Send us a DM. Uh, we're on Facebook at the radio show. Uh, send us an email, the radio show inbox at gmail.com, or you can text us, 678 678- Eight hundred one six seven seven. The jerk guarantees he will read everyone that comes through. So please hit us up. Um. So before we slide off into the night, does uh, anybody else have anything else they want to get off their chest? No. Subscribe to the gentleman's journal. I knew the gentleman. Yes. I knew it came to the point where we hadn't mentioned the. the the gentleman's journal and it was going to come around at some point. I knew it was, I knew that. You know. They have an amazing article uh, this week featuring uh, Filipino artists and uh, M16 is uh, our very own M16 is being highlighted in the journal. Um, as the fa- one of the fantastic 40 Filipino making waves in the industry. So. He's, a hot He's also writing an editorial critique on Takashi Six Nine. I'm not taking the bait this week. Not hear me rant like a crazy person this week. And what do you because... mean? What do you mean the song is good? He's awful. He's terrible. Okay. Everybody it's on the so is not a good victim. It's so right? good. I sent you the YouTube link and you didn't even look at it. I sure did. Why, why do why do my friends want to trigger? Why do they do this? Why is it necessary? I got nothing. Well, you're just a bubbling spring of information. Thank you so much. I feel like you insulted me, but I can't hear over the theme music. <laughs> That's a perfect way to end. You know what? That's a perfect way to end. Perfect way to end. I know it wasn't an insult. Or was it? Guess you'll find out. <laughs> um, so yeah, podcast in about an hour. Appreciate everybody for taking time out of their busy day to give us a listen. And if you have any suggestions on the things that you want us to talk about, please hit us up on social media. We appreciate it. And we out of here. Say bye everybody. Bye. Nice, nice.